Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. All right, this is how we're going to start the pod. Let's, let's, here we go. Black History Month. First episode of Black History Month, right? Yeah. Y'all celebrate? Or y'all just be black? Y'all don't really get to the history. Celebrate every single day, nigga. How? Living. Being Being black. black, Nigga. (laughs) Woke up black. black people are horrible, yo. (laughs) Did you wake up black? (laughs) Then you celebrate that motherfucker. Well, maybe not. What's good? We back. <laughs> Another episode of Answers to the Views. Yo! It's John. It's Mel. It's Ma. The great. Sid here. Yep. With a special guest, special, special guest. What's up? What's up? Did we not say it enough? What did I didn't do? No, they talked no, about me. Oh, okay. I have to make sure I'm referring. Um, well, we here. We here. Another episode of Answers to the Views. We uh, changed our location. We literally went outside of. Switch locations. Yeah, off the couch. <laughs> we're still in bottom pocket studio. Yeah, we're on the other side. We're just trying to show y'all a different side of it. Right. Literally. We're yeah, we showing y'all the flexibility <laughs> of the studio. Yeah, Give y'all yeah, range and angles. Yep. And okay. <laughs> All right. But um, we <laughs> here. Special guest today. We got Ron. How you doing? Doing good. Hello. Ron. Hello. Yeah. Ron. Good. So doing before great. we get to the special guest, a couple of low-hanging fruit topics. First and foremost is Black History Month. So low really? fruit. <laughs> <laughs> That was not that. good. <laughs> that was Black History Month is low hanging fruit. Though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's low hanging fruit in terms of it's like. That sounds horrible. Low hanging fruit means it's common, right? I understand what you mean, but the Correct connotations me. of saying low hanging fruit. Imagine a white person would have said that. Oh, like hanging? Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> My bad. Imagine a white person would have said that. Hey, look, but see, the thing crazy. is, John's wearing a white shirt. See, on Black History Month. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. I, wi- I like the contrast off my skin. Oh, you like the white. You like how the white contrast on your skin, huh? I'm blackity, 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 blackity. Little Clayton Bigsby. Oh, man. But um, it's Black History Month. We appreciate all our listeners, black, white, Puerto Rican, Haitian, whatever, but it's Black History Month. Um, So uh, anybody got a uh, little known black? Oh, you know what? I got that. I'm going to say that last. Anybody got any uh, little known black history fact that they want to share? A little known? I wasn't ready for that. I'm not right. saying you get nobody no heads about that. Uh, you just, um, just that's how we do. Unsolicited. <laughs> 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 now I'm gonna feel like I'm ignorant because uh, I can't think of one. Did y'all <laughs> study? Unsolicited, not unplanned. Would y'all, did y'all all study black? I mean, African African American history in college? Y'all went to Actually, yes. The, I did. The, the irony of me did. having um, African American history in uh, college, my teacher was white. Oh yeah, they usually the best ones. Mine was, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, I had a I had a black one. I had a, I had a white one. Almost failed. What did y'all yeah. learn? They hold you accountable on that joint. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you definitely should be held accountable on Black I mean, History. The, right. the crazy part is, I didn't know she was white until we walked into the class because her last name. What's her name? Johnson. Antizana. <laughs> yeah, she. I think she's married to an African man. Oh yeah, she has. Oh yeah, oh no, you got it. So that's how she's in our Or or her family's in. She sounds like she walks in there with the shikis every day. Nah, she didn't. She was cool. <laughs> no? Nah. Yeah, she's a cool little old lady. Like the Boondocks episode when dude's trying to keep Yeah, get yeah, closer to much. the mic, my brother. Yeah, get closer to the mic. Like the Boondocks episode. So, um. Yeah, I know. So, who's your favorite black? Like anybody? Let's go around the room and just name, like, your favorite black a person. Favorite, favorite black, black person? Black person? I mean, favorite black you mean person in history. Historical? Oh, okay. Historical, Historical black person. Okay. Or present, like, somebody that you it inspired you this month. Inspired. MLK. Come on. I'm going to do it. I knew you was going to do it. What was his best? What was his best Rosa? speech? Huh? What was his Rosa? best speech? I have a dream, duh. That was not his best speech. Brother, you got so many more. I'm going, that, lo- I'm going low hanging fruit, though. You definitely are. Dang. That's the theme of the uh, podcast. That's what you said. <laughs> not <a> strange, low-hanging <laughs> fruit. strange low hanging fruit. Crazy. Uh, no. What's, what's yours, Ma? Niggas is wild. 
I guess what? I guess you say inspired? Yeah, just somebody inspired you. Ah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm about to go a little hanging fruit. Oh, is it? Really? No, I ain't even gonna say that, but I'm gonna say Kobe. Kobe? Kobe? Yeah. Like Kobe. That's black history. Kobe's Kobe's black history. Mentality? Like Definitely oh, black yeah. history. Yeah, R.I.P. Man. Yeah, rest in peace. That, oh, we just passed the anniversary of that. Yeah. So that yeah, was, yeah. What, what you got, Ron? I'm gonna go with uh, Ali. I'm gonna go with oh, Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Cassius Clay. Yeah. Mama called you Clay. I'm gonna call you Clay. Mm. All right. He beat that boy ass though when he did. Yeah, he did. But he ran with saying, "Listen, put out that gun, gun." <laughs> most people would. Yeah, most, most people, people would. Why wouldn't you? He's shooting them blanks. I mean, you, I mean, you, you forget Sonny has some Sonny has some charges, bro. But but the but the thing is, Ali incited it. He was he, he did. He, he, he was did. the one that went there to antagonize him. Yeah, took a, yo, he took he took a whole bus. I know he, he, he took, took a bus he took a to whole go tour bus. Antagonize this nigga. Like, like Ali was probably one of the best shit talkers. Yo, he took a whole tour bus and followed Sonny around the city, oh, everywhere shit. he went, hotel, casino, mm-hmm. and was yelling out the bus. Like twelve yeah. hours straight. Dope. I love it. Yeah. I love that energy yeah. in our sports. Um, mm-hmm. Who you got, Sid? Uh, Bayard Rustin. Oh, okay. okay. That was Martin Luther King. That was a the, huge. Going with the mastermind. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, ran that job. He ran yeah. a cup, man. He was a man for a long time. Yeah. A lo- and was for gay rights before it was popular. Oh no, nah, he he had high in the background when he was really mm-hmm. doing a lot of the work. Yeah, he yeah. did. Because he, he was one of the people that helped hand select uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah. yeah, he was he was truly the architect. Yeah, he was. So who you got, John? I got James Baldwin. James Baldwin. That seems like your bag. That makes so much sense. That's my guy. He's like, I think he's one of the best black orators we ever had. One of the best best black minds. Um, I I, I think we need, I was out in trouble because somebody said on another podcast I was listening to, like how we need to uh, be unified as black people and to get stuff done and and push causes forward. And it's just like, that sounds ignorant when people say that. Because it's just like. To push. No, to to say it like as if it's our like we didn't ever try to organize or you. Or I also yeah. think it's a misconception that everybody was united during the civil rights movement. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's like that's it, a definite it, it was that never the case that all black people were on the same nah, page. That's why you had MLK and Malcolm X. Right. But people don't think about it from that perspective. And yeah. then, even, but people also don't think about the fact of like how it wasn't popular in that window. Like mm-hmm. you look at the polls in that window. Like King, when he died, had the same like approval rating worse than like Trump almost. Right. Yeah. Like people in the community were not behind. And it's not a. Also, I tell people all the time, it's not accurate to Martin Martin and Malcolm were actually a little too similar. Mm -hmm. They're not very contrasting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pick somebody else. And that's why you know their name. Yeah, you know their name, but they weren't that contrasting. They were more similar than they were uh, different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at the end of the day, they wanted the same exact. Thing. Exactly. So you said what? They at the end of the day, they just wanted violence. the one same thing. Oh yeah, yeah that different. was the only. That was the only yeah, yeah, it was some people. I mean, they weren't the most radical. It was some people like really they radical. They the most well known. Yeah. 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 And you know their names because they were most publicly accepted. Right. And then it's not always a good thing. My second is uh, Stokely Carmichael. That was my guy, oh, too. Yeah, my okay, guy. the file starter. Yeah. yeah. The way these guys went out was crazy, though. Oh, yeah. I mean. Stokely Mar- Carmichael, he was able to get away. He went to Africa, and he, he passed peacefully. Mm-hmm. But some of these guys just fell at the face of the earth, and then some of them literally went out with guns blazing. So yeah. I don't know if we had a heart. So how'd you, how'd you like, uh, I know you like a history buff, kind of. Not a buff, I wouldn't. I just like history. Yeah, you like history. So how, how did you, how'd you come across, like, Stokely Carmichael and um, it sounds like a stupid question, but that's uh, it's funny. Everybody because doesn't really understand who they mm-hmm. are. Oh yeah, and Snake and yeah, how they weren't John Lewis yeah. and how they really weren't with Martin Luther King. Didn't like them. Mm-hmm. They was beefing. Um, <laughs> beefing. I, I I came across of it just like I always tell people the same way I go with hip hop and music is the same way I kind of go with Black History. You take who you know and who's most popular, and then you just go down a rabbit hole and you'll find more people. 
Like that's why Kanye, then I found Jay Z, then I found Biggie and all those people. Mm. So I'm saying, like, you take what the person somebody else got that person in front of you. So like you gotta look up and around. That's why Bernard Rustin, he's a huge guy. There's like a lot of different people. So that's what I did. I just like go down rabbit holes to find out how, what brought a person to this point. Like Martin Luther King mentioned uh Mahatma Gandhi a lot. Yeah. So you go study Mahatma Gandhi and then from Mahatma Gandhi you sh- you uh, find out what was going on in India at the time and how crazy India was and yeah, how with the, with the caste system and the and caste system yeah. and how they escaped British rule and then you go to the Brit- British people and they was wild niggas. But <laughs> then you just keep going all down the, all the way around. Yeah, yeah. They colonized the world. But anyway, um for me when I was younger, my mom she taught um she called it Saturday Black History School. But yeah. it was throughout the whole year and she just That's did nice. kids in her neighborhood. And she was teaching Black History every Saturday for a couple hours. That's kind of dope. That's actually really dope. If I ever give her grandkids, she gonna do it again. (laughs) I was in my (laughs) kids. I ain't have nothing. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I can. I I blame myself because I probably could go down those rabbit holes myself, but I don't know as much as I probably should. It um does a lot for your self identity. It definitely does. Um, once you find out. You know what they always say, like you know everybody listened to Nas and he was like, "We were kings and queens, like right." So like, but if you actually go study what he was talking about, you like, mm-hmm. oh okay, you talk about Mali, you talk about the different tribes, like how mathematics started in Africa, how we had all the world's gold and we started the way we got colonized. Most of it was we sold ourselves in, but not for the same reasons in which we were, you know, purchased. But also we were just trying to help the world. People were coming to Africa to find out like what's up. Yeah, the communal mindset. Yeah, we yeah. were really so community that we it killed us. Yeah. So and it's, I it's see that. to this day, black people still like that. Like we never really, we ain't trying to hurt nobody. We just like just give us our space. Yeah. <laughs> give us ours. And that's why we're usually on the front lines for other. Yeah, other causes. Because mm-hmm. we we not trying to hurt nobody. We just trying to literally get our, you know. But man, this is the real wicked world we live in. Y'all yeah, don't have. I say, everybody don't think that though. Yeah. Like on the other, on the outside of that, yeah. people think we are trying to others nah and never demean white mm. people when we say black power and black because if we wanted that we would have killed a whole lot more people oh no nah, yeah we got the power because <laughs> we could a what if yeah, yeah. i always say <laughs> like decent amount of us yeah i mean if you, they still outnumber us. if we really <laughs> I mean, if we were really mean and malicious per- people right yeah there would be no we we would overturn the prisons in this country right yeah. yeah it's all of us like we it's a lot of black men you don't think if we were really that evil in our heart we those guards had could stand a chance. How do you explain that to others? I don't think you I, you can. You got right, no, we can't. That's the problem. I don't think we need to explain ourselves to black white people anymore. Those right. days are over. We shouldn't have to Google it. You tell them Google, watch a documentary, man. But um, y'all, y'all didn't talk about something that was prominent. Y'all all are a part of uh, a particular group. What, go ahead. What is it? Let's particular group. See if you get the right. Particular <laughs> group. I know. I, I was waiting on that. Particular group. Just one particular group. Um, y'all want to talk about that? That's hot black history. I'll, I'll, let, Ron, I'll, 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 I'll let Ron take okay, this. Okay, okay. Are you still an active member? I'll, I'll yes. life member right here. Yes. Oh, he pays. Yeah, I'm good in these streets. That's, 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 my whole, that's one of my criticisms of the group. I'm like, do you pay your dues? Everywhere else, you pay your dues. To be a church member, you got to pay your dues. If you don't pay your tithes, you're technically not even a church member. That's not true. That is very true. No, it's not. That's not true. Legally, you are not. I've been a long time and they pay a goddamn. You are a minor. You can't write You are a minor, yo. You can't write off your taxes, yo. End of the year tithes joint. It's zero, but I'm still a member. Yo. That's horrible. That makes sense, right? That's a way of being like, hey, man. Next year. Don't forget about zero statement. I never got a zero statement. I'm a waste of paper. But no, go ahead and talk about your. 
fraternal order. Um, yes. Yeah, so me, Melvin, Jamal, all members of Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, came through the A to Zeta chapter mm-hmm. at Bowie State University. Okay. Um, okay. For those who don't know, spend them facts. I mean, for those who don't know, Alpha Phi nineteen oh six, it is the first in the original Black Greek fraternity. Everybody mm-hmm. else did come after. Sure. I mean, I can go deeper if you want to get started. Keep going, yo. Keep going. Because we will never do this. No, they don't. They never do this. You the representation So I'll go deeper, yo. They may need to do this for us. So basically, when you look at the breakdown of the Divine Nine and African American males that started within it, our lineage kind of correlates through all the others. So everybody talks about Howard and how many they started and talks about, you know, the cap and what they did in Indiana. But when you look at some historical context and some historical documentation, the reality is there was either going to be a charter in that location or there was an impact made by Alpha before it got to that location. That's kind of a precursor of the baseline that everybody else came from. Dope. So one thing Dope. about Alpha, though, the I will say is that we are not Greek, per se. It is something mm. that we identify with that is different from other organizations. So people look at black Greek life like, oh, we're trying to be like white folks. Nah, Alpha ain't about that. What, what, why, why, Alpha what, ain't what about that. that? <laughs> <laughs> was y'all not Greek? Was that? No, we're not Greek. No, I don't think y'all, we're I don't think Greek. the divine, not, I mean, in historical context, y'all not Greek. Yeah, we're not, we're not Greek. I know the history. Yeah, I studied okay. all y'all peoples. You studied yeah, all y'all peoples. I don't know how I, I was, was. I can't do that. But wait, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? Y'all said so fast. I can't say it that fast. All right, and and I will make this simple claim: when it comes to Black history, though, if you stack members for members, nobody can touch us. I know. I like your member count. I ain't, I ain't, I'm, not, I'm counting cool. people. Like, no, I'm just saying, know. I like, y'all have some very prominent members, man. Yeah, we got, well, I think all we got have prominent I was about to say, we got hands in all, all places. Yeah. That's very true. That's uh, very that's, true. That sounds freaky. That's why I, I kind of hate So it's, it's similar to like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's similar to how like, you know, HBCUs can have rivalries with one another. Yeah. But if you try, if uh, someone that did not go to an HBCU try to come for us, we will unite. Start That's the talking. same way how yeah. D9 is. We can talk about each other all we want. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. at the end of the day, in any Senate, in any office, in any high place, you're going to find one of us. I think and now I feel like there's power in that. That's yeah. very true. Definitely. Black power. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we <laughs> all created for the there. same type things because we created in the same kind of era. They no, were all yeah. trying to... Yeah. <laughs> trying I mean, to we were the first female organization of service, but okay. I just watch you know what's funny? <laughs> the reason why like I just say I'll just slid it in there. The reason just why I know you got smoke is uh, service. Just I just watched this AKA doc on they just made a doc they dropped the AKA documentary is on It's January. Like everything Wait, happens in January. Why you about yeah. Because it's funny because they, they talk about they talk like she did. Oh, okay. Like they would have first seen her. I thought Sid was about to reach over there. No, no, no. It's funny, but it was funny as as I watched this doc. I'm just like, man, this is a Delta somewhere, just like, like mad. And it's not an angry thing. It's just that our purpose when we came to be was different. But you, I think some people take it to an extreme. They do. Yeah, all the time. At the end of the day, though, no, we don't. Like you seen when when we had the episode with Juan and Mesa. Yeah. Y'all pretty young. We three different yeah. organizations, yeah. but when we come that together, was the it's all the dogs <laughs> and elves. Hey, <laughs> this nigga. Why you, why you, why you switch? Why you switch okay. yeah. from <laughs> to dog? You can okay. do Noop and Q. Okay, all right, Noop Q. See, I'm not a part of y'all, y'all gang. <laughs> Jesus. 
proud it's not always to be. funny hearing this nigga hey, talk. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Why are you proud not to be? That's I mean, I'm proud to be. What's that? Goddamn individual. Who's proud not to be? I didn't matriculate through college enough. I would have been one. I was very close. You can be proud not to be. I'm not going to still do it. Why do y'all want me to be a clown? Why do you have such as negative a clown? I know how to scratch out the people treat You worried about some immature people's thoughts. Exactly. The truth is a lot of people. Forget immature people. How y'all feel about grad chapter? A lot of people that cross grad chapter are the people that do most of the work. Be completely honest. I have no bad feelings about them. I used to back in in high school. That's because we were. I mean, I said high school. Jesus, college. College. So I think we were. That's why I said I think it's mostly the immature that keep people from wanting to. Okay. We were doing it online. I was at Coppin, and I actually was at the picnic and everything. I went to the intake. I I I think I stopped going. You went to the intake. No, you, you didn't no, go to the interest meeting. Use your words carefully, bro. Yeah, because y'all know y'all be doing that shit. Oh, I say move, talk about it, anyway. um, <laughs> yeah, um, but I went. I went very far. I, I was on uh, in high school. I remember I wanted to be a kappa really bad. Then when I got to older, I wanted to be an alpha, but it just didn't work out. But the irony is, I didn't know. I didn't want to do anything when I got to college. A word. I studied it before. I, didn't I, know. I knew all the creeds. And it was all one of them yeah. things. I'm all gonna tell you. Yeah. I, I became, <laughs> like, I became one because I ended up. I, I used to hang in one of the alphas office all the time. Yeah, yeah it was two of them actually. No, I'm gonna say he, he was just saying like, hey, "Where you about to go?" Yeah. And, then, about and then we were ne- we lived next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, we found out we was doing the same. We we knew the same people and did the same." So Ain't like, been separated since. Wait, you want to be alpha? Oh shit! I guess I want to too. He was your brother before your brother. Yeah, these dudes ain't been separated since. But that's a good thing. I actually think. A lot of people don't understand. Um, a lot. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't catch it. I got what the hell going on. What y'all saying? <laughs> I don't get it. But no, I, I appreciate it because I know um, it, it provides a sense of community, specifically for black men. That's something we like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can never be mad at any Greek organization or any organization that promotes unity amongst black people, specifically black men. So I always put my hats are always off to people um, that did that because it's a huge commitment. It's no, a huge one of the questions we always get when we going through and and, and trying to be one is uh, why do you want to do you want to do it? Yeah. And so, so some brothers look down on that answer when you say brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's answer. full of bullshit. I think brotherhood can be a good reason. Yeah. No, brotherhood's a great reason. <laughs> no, for some people, yeah. It's generic. It's generic. Yeah, but generic it means a lot. Yeah. It was. It meant a lot for me coming through. No, I I, I love yeah. it. No. <laughs> like, and also, you make lifelong friends, and you build a lifelong network. Yeah. And, it's, and it's the ne- same nepotism that you know a lot of other races have already benefited from. So mm-hmm. it, they so are they not benefit from nepotism too? No, I mean I agree they've been from nepotism, but I don't know if necessarily there's a benefit to the networking side. I don't know if it's necessarily nepotism though. I wouldn't say it's not nepotism in, in definition. What I mean is, if Maul knows something, he's gonna tell you. Yeah. That's our version of nepotism. Or, or if Maul is a CEO, if he becomes yeah, he's gonna look out. No, he we gonna always yeah. we don't yeah. have yeah. yeah we don't have the family lineage, but <laughs> it's a family within yeah, you I know our community. Right, I so you. I consider that nepotism. So. But um, y'all got any cool boys with stories y'all want to tell? Since you got three Bowie nights, no bison, <laughs> bison, what? The bison. That's Howard. That's Howard, bro. bro. We they bulldogs. bulldogs. Bulldogs, don't bulldogs, don't bulldogs yo. I'm not, I'm Are you not? not? <laughs> My sister went in. <laughs> My bad. What are y'all? Damn. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Y'all got, any, bulldogs. y'all got no bulldog stories? Y'all got a special place where y'all used to howl at old ladies? <laughs> a special place. Y'all was just the in dorm there. room, nigga. <laughs> 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 Out the window, like, hey, the, the promenade. So, what, so if the it was strip, one place that everybody strip. at Bowie knew about, what promenade, would be the strip, promenade. promenade. Yeah. The strip. promenade. Yeah. What was yeah. special about the promenade? Because everybody's there. Everybody was there. It's, a, it's like, basically like a, uh, a quad fashion kinda. show. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. A fashion show and the block. Okay. Everybody's out there when you when you come out of class, when you come out your dorm, you know I, you know you're gonna see everybody walking up and If down you there. walk up the strip going to class, you might not make it to class. That's yep. That first okay. seventy five degree day. Oh, everybody <laughs> empty if you, you make class, go to you class, class. Nobody in there. you, 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 you like you like i got to go so it's like that i, oh, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. i like that cool. so we here um so i wanted to let ron i'm going to give him some runway to talk about you know he got a couple of things he want to talk about before we get into the topic but go ahead do your thing man um yeah so hello did you tell him that you were there bro brother yes i told him i was there with my brother all right cool so yeah somebody's ron hamilton um co-founder of ground and gratitude uh company which you can find on instagram at ground and gratitude co Get a little closer so to today um i reached out because i wanted to talk to i want to talk to the group about you know gratitude and perspective on life and reflection um i think in the space that i'm in and what i'm trying to build is one where it grew into the point of being reflective and grateful for opportunities that you've had in your life while taking time to be honest about with yourself about whether or not you as an individual in this point in your life is expressing and showing gratitude to the people who came before you you know, the baseline question that I want to go through with y'all is really a simple question of, is our generation ungrateful, right? Because I think if you look at a large scale between generations, it's a very valid question. While we get, you know, called millennials and lazy and things, I think we need to speak on it. Cause I think there's more things interlaced with our life that lead to why we act the way we do with people as opposed to other people and other reasons. So when you say generational, right? Are you talking? Yeah. I think we, when I say we, like our age group, we get mm-hmm. clumped in. We do. We're we kind of like the Maryland of uh, we were just talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're that bridge of the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. And man. We just get clumped in with millennials and, and Gen, Gen Z. Z. That, yeah, that yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so we get clumped in with millennials and Gen exactly Z. Exactly. Talk about who's on, who's not ungrateful. Are you talking about us, or are you talking about them Gen Zers? Because I think I'm talking about I'm specifically I'm talking about us, and we can we can touch oh, on the okay. Gen Zers. Right. So you saying we're not ungrateful as we're a generation? Not we're, we're not, not grateful. grateful. That's the question. I would say that's loaded. I think one thing in particular about uh, our generation, our burden is we've been through a lot in terms I of agree. September 11th recessions, Trump. Um, there's a lot of stuff we've been through <laughs> as a generation. Wars. Yeah. Our generation's been through yeah. wars. Mm-hmm. Also, college loans, which is a whole epidemic yeah. within itself. Yeah, I was about to, that's, that's the first place um, I'm going to go. Yeah. I think we're, we're really grateful for education. Yeah, and that's why we, we, were. we go into huh? <laughs> we, we were until they yeah. made us pay for. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was that was loaded. I was grateful for education. Yeah. That's why uh, they forced it on us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think we are too because education actually, actually got us to where we are. No, for the most no, part. But, but, but I, I think it, it, I couldn't get my job without a degree. It's grateful. It's grateful to an extent because as you get older, you're like, you know what? Most stuff like most like most jobs that people our age have now. Oh, I could have got a job without a degree. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think even though even though true. a lot the of the jobs thing. we have now on paper require a degree, yeah, yeah, the thing that's is we probably I mean. could have gained these skills without a degree. Right. I think that's, that's yeah. The what, well, yeah, what I'm talking about is getting these paper. jobs. Yeah, yeah, the access piece. Like we right. couldn't even get these jobs yeah. if we didn't have these degrees, and it don't even matter what the degree is in. That's yeah. true. They just want you. I mean, <laughs> my first job was in a call center, and they wanted me to have a bachelor's. So I could have done that job in middle school. So I don't know if y'all. I don't know. I'm gonna let you talk, but. I don't I know how y'all close y'all are to the workforce and hiring now. It's starting to revert. It oh, is. Yeah. It absolutely. So whereas though they're like, I don't care. Nope. Because it's to the point where they need numbers. Getting smaller. The, I want no, somebody the degree, that can do the job. The degree people have failed them. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
True so many people with degrees, like you said, a degree in anything? See, no, I want to specialize. Degree, a, degree, a degree in anything does not translate to having the uh, necessary skills to complete the job. Not right. at all. Exactly. I never said that. That's just yeah, no, 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 no. He's not saying it. No, they don't translate. I'm saying that I'm telling you in terms of John saying that the degree people have failed them. Because most people expect, like, okay, well, we're going to hire these degree people. Right. We're just going to bring them in. We don't got to train them nothing. They should be, like, you're going to throw them in the fire. They should be able to right. adapt. So I think we're talking about now, right? Yeah. But I'm talking about yeah. when we were going through college. Through, yes. This yeah. is like 10 years ago now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, over 10 years ago. Yeah. At that point, the growth <laughs> degrees, wow, degrees really still meant something at that yeah, point. Yeah, Because there yeah. was access, though. Right. right. I mean, so I mean, when I say we're grateful for it, we were grateful to get to. A uh, higher a edu- uh, place of higher education that yeah. can lead us to a job which actually works for some of us, yeah, yeah. Uh, and not for everybody. It didn't work for everybody. But I think, and you, you're right, it did lead a lot of people to a job. But what they didn't tell you is a lot of people that went to college and got degrees and passed just like you did not have the same mm-hmm. tangible skills. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they find stuck. that out now. That's yeah. why yeah. ten, fifteen yeah. years later, they, they they it's a washout. And <laughs> I, I always say the millennials as a generation is a hopeless generation. Because hmm. we were sold the American dream and it failed us. Agreed. So a lot, a of, lot us of us graduated so, didn't couldn't yeah. find jobs. So that's why mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, a lot of people that talk about college, they talk about it in disgust. We're the guinea pig. We were the guinea pig. No, we I really were. Yeah. We, we really guinea are the pigs. Guinea. Our parents was like, no, education, education. is the, the key. Right. Hell no. So now now we we know. Like You can look even at the podcast. I mean, three of us yeah. got degrees, you don't. But nope. you're still a very successful guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you can, it's what, you it's can who see. You know. yeah. Who you know is more powerful. It's who you know, yeah, where definitely. you go, and, and the opportunity in, in general. And how smooth you talk. I think if anything, our government has been ungrateful for us. Even now with them trying to instill this um, salary cap on nurses, like we not in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's like, are y'all not grateful for what they have been doing for us for the last, especially for the last two years? And will years. continue what, to be doing? Right. How is this the changes? one time that you're going to propose a salary cap for them? I missed this. Who proposed that shit? Yeah. Honestly, probably the insurance companies are probably lobbying. Like the insurance companies and people are having expensive. Healthcare is margins have shrunk. So yeah. I work in healthcare, <laughs> so our margins have shrunk so much because of the uh, labor costs. Mm-hmm. But a long time, labor costs has been there. But what happened is you've always been able to upcharge, upcharge, upcharge. I, I hear that. So it's kind of hard. I hear that. But to the point of grateful, <laughs> I want to get back to that. Yeah. Hold up, I just want to say, ahead, no. Get your shit off. No, because you're like, you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, fuck that. Because that, that, that's, got that's, that's tequila the, in I, it. I hate this shit. I hate this shit. Like, they, they, they mm, saying. The American healthcare system? Yeah. The pro- your profit margins have, have shrunk, but you're still <laughs> making sure, money, making make so much profit. But so I, and I also f- feel like healthcare shouldn't make a profit. That, it should. Or that part. That's a whole other situation. That's, that's a whole other conversation. It's, it's weird though. to me that healthcare it's, companies desire right. or think that they like, deserve. We, we to make only a made a billion dollars this year. We made two billion last year. It should be a human right. That like period. That's how healthcare should right. be. So, so socialist. I, I'm a, I'm a back, I'll, I'll backtrack to that. You, you can make stuff in human right, but who's gonna pay for it? I mean, w- yes, of course. The government pay has for no money. Taxes. The government is broke. The government no, is the nothing. Government has money. They it, make it, it, you know how many rich people we got? They could pay more in terms of Oh, so y'all want to tax the rich type of shit? Yeah. Eat them, uh, I mean, them, kill them. Like yes. le- legitimately, though, there's tons of economic store <laughs> economic right studies that straight up show in like declining civilizations, mm-hmm. the one of the only ways they avoid it is by actually increasing capital through taxing right. larger tax brackets. Okay. Because once you get to a, um, a larger wealth gap issue, sure, there's n- uh, like 76% more more likelihood of there being a civil war or there being an issue. Oh, we come, it's coming. Like 
So yeah. it's really it's really like legitimately as much bigger and bigger right now. Yeah. Right. right. And the funny thing is, we think we actually doing good. And my man Jeff put it down. We like hold on. My man <laughs> Jeff <laughs> some more money. My man Jeff just dismantled a bridge so it's four hundred fifty million. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that Dutch bridge. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a right. famous just, Dutch he bridge. He got that kind of money. <laughs> like, yo, I'm trying to pass. Y'all want to switch the shit up real quick? Let me close it. Close this traffic off real quick. Let me uh. I, I think the gratefulness is hard. It's hard to say we're ungrateful, but I can see where some of the... It's hard to be grateful. If you, A lot of millennials I had, I think they had the same story. It's hard to be grateful because mm-hmm. what we were given didn't... Pan out like we thought. Pan out and it didn't sustain us. See, and, well, and that's... loans is a big... big uh, yeah, no, nah, but that, that's a key question, though, because it's like, if you look at the generational process, like, like we have civil rights generation, they're coming out of slavery, their parents and grandparents slavery, their ability to access and survival was maintaining a living, maintaining a family, surviving, mm-hmm. right? Then you get to what would be for us, the crack epidemic. That's not our generation, but we're kind of second season. Residu- where the residual yeah. effect exactly. after it, right? So you have huge economic decline, you have huge incarceration rates. Our generation hits the 90s, you got super predators, right? So we have family households being broke up. Mm-hmm. As we go forward, and then you get to us kind of with the inner generation, you have mass influx of technology. So it's a question of if you look at the ability of individuals to view their generational curses, can we all agree that, in our opinion, civil rights generation may have had it worse than us in some context? Same thing with the crack epidemic may have had it worse in some context. I, I, I think worse is relative. I, that's, my, that's what I'm saying. And I mean, that's what I'm getting to. Everybody's worse is going to be different. That's what I'm getting to. Com- I, always say, I always say comparing struggles is the weirdest thing. Yeah, it exactly. is. <laughs> but here's the thing. With gratitude and gratefulness, the reason why you're having that question of well, I'm looking at my life cycle here as a millennial where I done been through 9-11, stock boom crash, two economic crashes, a pandemic, yep. mass student loan debt, right? And three wars in yep. our generational lifetime. If we look at it through that lens, it's all in this mind of dang, our generation has been through some shit. Yes. Right? But it's how you process what is the outcome of it. So I'll challenge this. I actually think one thing we always leave out is the presence of uh God and religion mm-hmm. in prior generations. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, without I, me personally, without a higher power or somebody to submit to you in that regard, yeah, you're gonna it's gonna be a void. And I think gratitude, a lot of that is derivative of most of your religions or belief, belief systems. So mm-hmm. what happens is, if you go around the world, I think why gratitude in a third world country may still be there is because in their mind, you know, they still that's woven into their belief system. We don't have a belief system, mm-hmm. and that that kills gratitude. So some of the stuff we try to gravitate to is people like uh, when they people are trying to meditate and stuff is to achieve some of the things that our parents achieved through uh, belief systems and religions. But what happens is we don't believe in religion, but yet we're still looking for the same thing. So there's a gap and a void. So yeah, you're gonna have a gratefulness problem because so you have to contentment is not our bag. We don't believe in contentment. Mm, that's that's a beautiful statement. Contentment is in our bag, and the context of gratitude and religion going together is very accurate. Mm. And in terms of how you practice it, but you can practice gratitude through prayer, right? Mm. Or through part, yeah. congregation or through worship or through working out, through doing a podcast, through doing different things. Well, it's a simple but it's really like a simple mindset around taking the bad and acknowledging that you as you've gone through the bad, you still have the silver lining and the good. That's like where that. the gratitude comes from. So with, with a with a with a biblical syntax, right? Jesus died on the cross. Mm-hmm. He took the massive bad for us. For exactly. us to carry forward. Yes. Right? So I equate it to like kind of like a tree. It's like if you plant a seed specifically, you have to water and put it in the right space for it to properly grow. Mm. Right? If you plant a seed and you're only focused on your negative mindset or what's going wrong with you in your life or right. what you've lost, what's that seed going to grow into? It's going to grow into you having a p- 
perpetuated negative mindset about life. So I think a lot of the pessimism that I would call pessimism, John, you're talking to, is specifically that piece of that cycle, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a cycle of I'm consciously tired of this. I'm consciously I haven't paid you know six hundred dollars in student loan debt when I thought I'd be making two fifty right now. Right. You know, it's 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 different. That two fifty feel feel good to you? I wish. <laughs> I do too. I do too. No, but to go back to you, I wanted to get some clarify, clarifying statements from you. Jonathan. Oh, I said it's two years, three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we still who who he's looking at. <laughs> See, like, it wasn't yeah, me. Right, he knew exactly. It wasn't <laughs> What's the clarifying statement? No, but you said so. Is grat? Are you saying gratitude? We're missing gratitude because we don't have religion. It's a is part that, of it. That's not because we don't have religion, but that yeah, was I just the want easiest. Want you to explain on it because that was that the easiest that didn't sit right with me. Oh, okay. So no. like lack of faith. Yeah, it's like if you don't have something. What is a lack of faith? If you don't have a religion, you can't be grateful. That's well, one thing I, I, I always say is belief systems did for our parents and our mm-hmm. grandparents is, it, I hate to say put the blinders on, but in, in a lot of ways, it helped them get through. We don't have a help us get through. So gratitude's hard because we don't have nothing to say. This is what I'm still, despite what happens in my life, my hope is set on something higher. We don't have that. And we're but, trying. Yeah. We're trying to get heaven here. I disagree yeah. with that. Hold on, let me finish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? I disagree too. The reason why I say that is, and it's not because it's nothing wrong with what our parents did in religion. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying religion has to be the way you do it, but you have to believe in something. Mm-hmm. You have to hope for something in order to propel yourself to the next. So phase. is that success? Can we hope? It for can be, wrong. but a lot of us. That's we, what we're wrong with just saying is that's even broke down with our dismantling of the American dream. Success doesn't mm-hmm. seem achievable. No, no. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. success has changed. The American dream was a thing: get get a job, get a house, get a house, get a dog, get a wife. But that's what college prepared. Well, that's get what married before the house, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was wild. Not not in these or not in this yeah, order. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Five kids, okay, okay. five kids yeah. in nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have kids, re- like reproduce, yeah. mm-hmm. make good money, mm-hmm. be- live comfortable. That's yeah, the American. That was the American dream. dream. And that was. And then if you don't, and then if you don't get those things, what's your value? Right. Right, I think that's what we're dealing with. And see, and from my perspective, I do think we still have hope in things to strive for. I think it's just not based in a religious context. I think it's more based on a social progression context. Our generation and generations following us have made a lot of efforts for inclusion, Mm -hmm. a lot of efforts to, you know, be better for other the next generations. And so I think that's what a lot of people are striving for. Yeah. So I don't. I disagree that the lack of an organized religion um, makes us any. But I didn't say. But I just want to make sure I'm clear. I know. I understand. <laughs> what I didn't you're use saying. religion specifically. That, but I, what propelled? What wait? When you wake you're up, saying morning, there, you're, you're saying you there isn't a there? compass. What's your moral compass? What lines you? What aligns you? These bills that I get paid, nigga. But that's but that's no. But actually, actually, like real talk. Let's go through. Like I think that's a good way to segue the conversation. So Jamal, you wake up in the morning. What's the first thing that hits your mind? Oh, the first thing that hits my mind. I mean, don't mean aside from taking a piss. Like legitimately, you said paying these bills, so well, it's, it's it being a provider, too, right? Because it was dating, because I, I like it was for me. Small doing sausage Jamal. Yeah, Jamal. Damn. Go ahead, go ahead, Jamal. Go ahead. If I had my daughter, I literally, I literally have to make sure she's up and ready. Like, hey, get up, use the bathroom, brush your teeth. Then I'm like, if I had already set out her outfit for the morning, overnight. Now I'm helping her find get everything ready in the morning. 
Okay, so to, cate- then, to categorize it, provider and protector in yeah. most circumstances, yeah. right? And then when, it's, then when it's just me, I'm like, shit, I just got to log in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, provider, protector, just get to work. Yeah. All right, Mel. Uh, when I get up, I guess it would be the same thing. I mean, I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a kid, but it's still, I'm sorry, he's not talking to Mike. But I don't have a kid, but it's still, mm-hmm. um, let's get something done. How am I going to make my life better later? Mm-hmm. And I, that's really what the focus is, is, at least right now for me. Okay. So providing and providing and protecting, of course, the basic, the basic black man yeah. thing. All right. For me, because I don't have any kids, um, I do got my girl. I'm long distance, but I don't have any kids. It's how am I going to get better today, right? But it's also transitioned to this mindset of how am I going to get better? And then I'm up. Like, I'm alive. I'm awake. Mm-hmm. So that's where my gratitude is centered from, right? So go ahead. I'll, I'll give some more background on yeah, why that's critical I think for you. Mine's has evolved over time. And the funny thing is, it's not my child. It's not my wife. It's mm-hmm. just literally the fact that I woke up. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's just it's just as simple as that. Because I think which I'm going to let see it go. But I think what y'all, y'all answers literally solidified the point that I made. Because we, we are focused on what is of this world. And what's tangible? We're very tangible generation. We're focused on what's in front of us. I'm saying right. that's so. Why, so why not focus on? I'm saying that. that. Why wouldn't we focus on something that's in front of us? Something that we can actually can like. Right. Because, change. but it's Control. proven. I'll let Ron. Uh, he's the master expert here today. Um, <laughs> it's proven that what's in front of us. It's usually it's not real. I, I disagree. In terms, what's of in front of us is real. Because gratefulness is not uh, in front of you. It's not a tangible. It's not just a thing. Because I mean, faith, faith if you I just mean, if you, faith not in front of you. But to, to me, if you but faith is not. You got to be spiritual and even a concept. That a connection. Concept of faith. I get where you're going. Is spiritual. So I'm saying gratefulness is not for things. It's a it's a gratefulness to be grateful. That's your. That's what you think. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Great, is, gratefulness is right. is me yes, being grateful. Good. Grateful that I have a house. So what happens with grateful all those that things? That I don't have. Are you still no. grateful? Why would it be gone? Well, well, well wait, well, grateful that you're waking up in the house and not on the fucking <laughs> nah, street. Yeah, nah, I, I hear you. I hear you. But, <laughs> but legitimately, before we jump, I, I do, I do want to say. I do want to say. I think for me, the first thing I wake up when I wake up, I'm thinking about how. What do I have to do today to meet my goal? Long term, short term. What do I got? What do I have to do? Now, mm. do I could I do? The but need. what do I absolutely have to do to meet my goals today? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the reason why I want to bring it up because we all have different reasons that hit us in the morning, right? So John, you're speaking a lot of gratefulness being reflection and action. Gratefulness is the practice of showing gratitude, right? Right, either internal or external, right? So when you're saying there is no religious connection to it, you got to be mindful that. Focusing on today or mom focus on making sure he took care mm-hmm. of his daughter the night before, right? Mel waking up thinking about, okay, I got to execute on this so me and Bree are good. Mm-hmm. Those things come from a premise of being a provider to show worth or value to the people we care about. Okay. That's a action of gratitude. It is. I think a lot of times we get caught up in this mindset of, oh, I'm showing grateful is meditating. Yeah, those things you can do. Right. But it's also a fact of like how you view your perspective is a simple perspective change. Right, mm, mindset. That, yeah, it's a mindset change. So you might get it from saying a prayer. Somebody might get it from meditating. Somebody might get it from doing a journal, taking a tab, taking a note. Right. Mm-hmm. But the bigger sense of gratitude in context, when I say being alive, me and you are similar in our context because I was born premature at six months. I should be dead. Like logically, they know this story. I was born two pounds three ounces, nineteen eighty-eight. I Oops. should be dead. Okay. Right. So 
having a reflective sense when I'm growing up and going through these struggles in my life and I wake up and I realize, okay, I can breathe. When I came into this world, I couldn't breathe. I was in, I was in a freaking incubator for 93 days, right? Damn. But looking at me, you wouldn't know that's part of my story. Right. So my gratitude is gifted in the fact that I should have been dead. Mm-hmm. I could have been dead, but I'm still here. So how do I then expand that to my circle of people that I care about? Mm. I like it. Right. So it's a mindset around here's how I carry myself throughout my day. If right. I can, you said if we lose everything, right? Will we, will we still be good? That goes back to what you're actually valuing within yourself. If Jamal lost everything, but he still has a daughter, he'd be fine. Right. If Mel lost everything, but he still had Bree, he'd be fine. If you lost everything, you still had wifey and baby, you'd yep. be fine. As long as we got each other. Exactly. Right. So w- why do you feel like them having gratitude for what they can provide for the people that's important to them is no, different I, I'm from not, you I'm not gratitude for yourself? For the listeners out there, I didn't mm. rebut anything. I just said simply, I just want, I always strive to, to me, I don't believe in, I know people say, well, people, everybody had their own truth. I understand that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the same token as I feel as though it's important to share what you consider true, like Ron coming here saying what he's true, it's true. Sid saying what he had, says is true. And Melvin and Maul saying what they think is true. It's all important I because I think. whole name. My bad. Go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> they do, though. They definitely do, <laughs> but, uh, though. Melvin. Because I don't think. <laughs> Government. That's, that's what's lacking. I think what's lacking is a difference in viewpoints and, ex- and opinions and expression, but yet still sole- solidarity. Hmm. So just because I don't think the same way, that don't mean I don't like you. It's just that we have a different way to get to where we something different no, motivates me. I think, I, but I, don't it, think I think the way the way you came off, yeah, yeah, in that last you segment. like basically what they say <laughs> they don't have bullshit, religion. right? You don't got right. God, you don't, like, got, nothing. No, you don't got God, you don't got nothing. Because I didn't, I didn't say I was grateful to be alive, but of course I'm grateful. Come on, that should be standard. They wake up thinking about others. That is nothing wrong with waking up thinking about what you can provide for others. But There's nothing wrong with that. You, right. That's that's important to you. Everybody got if something anything, different. If anything, I would say that you could have that mindset and be religious because of you know God was a service to others, mm-hmm. and so I don't think it makes God was people, all about giving. It, very much so. So that's why I don't think that's a reflection of anyone so. being First any less being religious so. just because they wake no, up. And the funny thing is, I, I I said like religion one time, and I said you don't <laughs> have to. Be religious. That's the one thing. No, but you, said, you said their no. answers was an example and proved your. Not said tangible. Good. I said I said because I think one thing when we're talking about gratefulness, I think a lot of times gratefulness goes straight to tangible. I just want people to be grateful for the things that are not tangible. Right. That's all. It's like like Mel said. Yeah, I'm grateful to be alive because I can't be grateful for nothing else until I'm first alive. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm not alive, I'm not grateful. <laughs> if, I'm, if I can't, if but I don't wake up, you can't live in your house if you're not alive. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't living. Spirit. But I, I think that's one thing that is uh, different, whereas the people don't focus on what's not tangible. And I think also, one thing, y'all, I don't think it, the advantage a lot of people, college, the advantage college had for a lot of people, and a lot of people that I, I know that didn't go to college or went to college and was a hermit, they'll always tell you is, college provided community. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't real, I don't think people understand the, gener- uh, the level of loneliness in millennials and Gen Zs. Like we deal with loneliness on a grand scale. The isolation. I, mean, I say not, only, isolation. No, not only loneliness, loneliness, anxiety, depression. 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 A lot of shit. I, 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 I circle all that back to social yeah. media. 
I think social media media gave us the vocabulary to say what it was, but a lot of us in a lot of previous generations were suffering with the same thing. I'm going to say because a lot of it exacerbated, I would agree with that. It gives, when we talk about people not knowing how to talk to people, people not knowing. Genuine communication, genuine connection. I can understand that. Only because people want to compare themselves to more of the fake bodies right. the stuff that we talk so about like, when, when yeah, you start yeah. seeing all that and it's actually when you literally the world is at your fingertips you can pick up something and then you can see a model from California yeah. or from in, in Maldives which, somewhere uh, yeah or Maldives and you like oh damn I want to <laughs> look like that I, I want to look like that I want my lips to look like that I want yeah. my butt to look like that I want my titties in to look like that in previous generations you only compared yourself to one another on the street in your neighborhood you couldn't or see at your job or at your job right the mall was it you ain't said the mall she wasn't it wasn't and that, that's why I guess, and I don't, I don't, hate, I, I, I don't hate social media, but I think but social media does, is really like good. But like, I think it's really causing like it. <laughs> the, the gen, the Gen Zers. That's who I'm really. I'm, I think millennials afraid for them. I think I'm, 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 I'm more so afraid. Oh for yeah, the they, Gen it's Zers. ten times yeah. worse because at least the millennials. I think we understand. Up, we yeah. understand the 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 great the benefits of of social Both interaction. Like we understand that. It scares me because like you know, and I'm all here for body modification, but when you have like. 18 year olds or even sometimes 22 year olds wanting body modification at your graduation gift like come, you ain't even fully growing to your body wait 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 you, you ain't dropped that woman weight yet you didn't even start dropping <laughs> right. like, like so, and so I, I think it is a lot of that is a reflection of yeah. what they see and what they want mm-hmm. so yeah. we're saying social media has propelled these same things that's yeah. probably about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. when it when it comes to when it comes to comparison Yes, and I think the difference between us and Gen Zers is we grew with that like transition window, mm-hmm. right? We grew up where we could go outside and chill and have fun, get back for the streetlights, and, th- and then AOL hit, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And then the comparison started off the Instagram. And everybody was doing the same thing, and everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody outside in the daytime. When it get nighttime, where we at? We on the aim chat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we had this transitionary period, right? I, I think it's just it's just hard. I I, I would say because community is hard for like I, I look at the generations after me. They don't know what it means to just have fun. No. So to us, their definition of fun is different. Yeah. To us, yeah, it's different. And their definition of community is different. But also, that's true. That's true. Their different, their definition of community and fun is attached to something that can be taken away from them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. That's to why me. they spaz when their phones get right. taken so away. So to me, mm-hmm. like, if my phone, if like, it was Instagram, Facebook, all that shut down, man, we just on the text messages. It's like, Yo, it's, it's, yeah, we right. back at I, it. I had a job <laughs> that I couldn't have my phone. Nine hours on a day. Mm-hmm. But I, well, what do we do for the do generations behind us? We always say it's important to set up a world for the generation behind us. What do we do? Because a lot of us are going to have kids, and they're going to suffer from these issues. Mm-hmm. We can't just yeah. say, oh, yeah. But we we can't just say, oh, yeah, but they just don't understand. But what do we do to make give them our world? Tough question. So, yeah, uh, yeah so I don't think you can give them your world, but I think you can, you can instill, like, practical habits and how you navigate with the world mm. right like you can you can choose to have things like she like my mom's had this saturday black history month that's dope right like that like particular that, that, that is that is that is a tactical that is like like that 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 is a the five-year-old melvin again damn melvin you should know this 
<laughs> no, no, but the, that's a tactical and strategic habit that she built within her daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's so intentional. Mm-hmm. It's intentional, and I think when you look at everything, it's really boils down to that. You have to have intentional methods of teaching them how to navigate their own mental space mm-hmm. to navigate the world, right? So for me, that's what like practicing gratitude consistently has done for me, mm-hmm. right? But it's also a matter of literally, you have to change the way in which people interact within the world. Like taking taking a tablet or limiting time, it ain't gonna do much. They have to have some other connection to the world beyond just that tactile, because it's ultimately it's a dopamine kick. Yeah, it's like, huge. Right, like these practices are literally you. You're rewiring your brain to yeah. process things. Scary, scary stuff. Before we move, can can you talk about the gr- gratitude? Yeah, talk about that. I don't want to. I don't because we getting like deep into this, yeah. and we ain't never got to oh, so what exactly this is. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, so right. I, just, I, I don't want us to miss the whole. Yeah, so so a simple practice that somebody can do is they can make a gratitude jar, right? So a gratitude jar is um, a mason jar or anything you can make yourself where you choose for yourself, for somebody you care about, you put in a moment or a commentary of gratitude, right? So today I'm grateful for the ability to come do the podcast, get my run in, do my meditation, and process for next week, mm. right? And doing this daily practices of identifying on a simple level what you're grateful for, it rewires your brain to seek dopamine in different ways mm. right so instead of getting it from your instagram or from your phone you're actually wiring your brain to be happy by seeing a positive because you're counting your small wins so what we got here is um, a simple gratitude jar called unsolicited gratitude this is something that we'll be giving away to a couple of the followers of y'all's page and our page okay. um, generally just a practice you can do it as a gift for a loved one you can do it for your wifey you can give her an unsolicited gratitude moment something that you can just use to kind of spread it within your world so that's the next one we're going to talk about is like how do you show gratitude to others Interesting. Right? Because I think that's another thing that we don't do enough. No, we're not as at people, all. And especially as men. As black men, I don't think we do it at all. I'll, I'll, I'll generalize. I don't think we show gratitude <laughs> to people at all. I think, hey. we, I think we can be a little bit selfish. Come on, Ron. I'm just, I mean, we're going to get I into it. He ain't talking about me. I ain't him. Nah, man. We're going to get into it. But yeah. So it's interesting that you talk about this gratitude because yeah. my wife is big on his gratitude. Mm. Like, she talks to me all the time. It's like, you're not grateful. Ooh. I can like, see that. Damn. So, yeah. <laughs> I think comes to, comes so to, so you might down. have a gift coming home, right? You might you might have a gift coming <laughs> yeah, home. Right? It boils down to I what, they, what they compare to what, what you're not grateful for. Right. Because mm. to me it's funny because I'm I'm arguing the contrary because a lot of times when I wake up, you know, I am grateful to be alive, but as a provider, you just see what's around you. It's like this has to be better. You go to action. This has to be better. You go to like, action. Yeah, yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. And it's just like, when is it enough? And I'm just like well, oh, shit. when it's enough, I don't know. <laughs> We're not there yet. It's not enough. Hey, but, but, you uh, go, but you go to action, though. So yeah, it's like, and you're I never think satisfied if you keep living oh, like no. that, though. You're not. Yeah. But <laughs> I think, but to Ron's point, that's, I think that's a man's, I'm going to say specifically a black man. I don't know what the white men are doing. No offense. But um, sure, got shirt on. it's a black man's plight because mm-hmm. we are always with the threat of, even if we're nowhere near jail, that's always something that's in the back of my head. Like, yo, we can get booked. When a cop gets behind you, driving <laughs> yeah. down the street, whoop, whoop. yeah, your this, whole life. This can go left real drive. quick. Yo, this can go like, left I'm real quick. I'm the most upstanding like citizen. I never, never did anything. But your mind, you just like, I'm a target. Mm-hmm. So what happens as a black man, it's very hard for you to just say, oh, I'm going to just chill. I'm going to just lay down. Oh, today's just going to be a regular. I'm going to just chill. Nah. Yo, what did I do today? Oh, shit. Did I cross all my T's? Did I die on my eyes? Mm-hmm. Is this in place? Is that in place? Because you... It's like a fear. It's an anxiety. You live in this consistent... As a black man in America, I think we live in a consistent state of anxiety. Yeah, we And it's do. for the millionaire, then the one that has nothing. 
it's just consistent anxiety because you just like this shit could go left at any moment. Yeah, because it's, it's it's the environment that we live in, right? So there's um there's a video I know got went a little bit viral on Instagram. I think it was Baldwin and I think Nikki. Okay. Giovanni, right? And it's a comment where they were talking about the interaction between a black man and black woman. Mm-hmm. We bring the anger, the pain, the stress home, right? And then instead of our, our women like try to shield us, but we end up putting some of that these in the past, 60s, 70s, 50s on them. On them mm-hmm. Right? So when prime example, when wifey is saying to you, you're ungrateful, your brain God is damn, thinking, no, because no, I'm gonna keep 100. And, and, and I think we can all agree with this. You're in a relationship, your brain is consciously thinking, I'm doing A, B, C, and D to make exactly. sure we good. Always, always. Uh, no, 100% of the time, I'm doing A, B, C, D, make sure we good. Mm-hmm. Right? We're thinking action, 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 action. How that is shown to a woman, though? Yes. I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. Read this to us. Read the Is up. legitimately the fact that I didn't ask you to do that. Or mm-hmm. it's expected. <laughs> So while you're doing <laughs> it, when I think about grateful, like, if somebody tells me something, I'm not grateful. I'm like, yo, I never think about you. everything like, I did. Don't tell me I'm not grateful for something that you could do that I also can do myself. Right. So, yeah. so, so, here, so, 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 so here's a whole nother, uh, yeah. that's a whole nother segue. We why get, not be grateful that they're taking something off yeah. your plate? No, but exactly. the, the thing is, don't, if you, if you're doing it, to, if you're doing it as an act of kindness mm-hmm. and then like the bring like bring around like, oh, hey, you're not grateful. Mm-hmm. Then my automatic response, like, is, uh, uh, is that you're doing uh, it just uh, for? And uh, 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 the, the defensive stamp, I'm like, so if you do, if you're doing it, kind of, why are you trying to throw it in my face? Because honestly, I didn't actually do it for me in the first place. Because honestly, anything you could do, I probably could like, oh, I'm washing your clothes. All right, I can wash my clothes too. This tick for tech. Yeah. That, uh, that tick. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's that's tick. Not, I'm not like that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm like that. Yeah, yeah. don't put me in the mall yeah. box. You know? <laughs> that's <laughs> wild. That's some wild <laughs> shit over there. Yeah. Jamal, Jamal coming out with the AK. I think a lot of people in relationships, in friendships, yeah. they all want to do something that helps alleviate from one yeah, another. Yeah, that's yeah. Un- mm-hmm. very understandable. But yeah. also, you still want to feel appreciated. Yeah, so yeah. just because I'm doing something to take you off your plate, sometimes a quick thank you or yeah. anything like that to show appreciation is enough. So uh, it's not that they're doing it for the, you know, the yeah. one and one back and forth, but that doesn't mean that they don't want to, they ever want to go I, without I, appreciation I, I, long term. I, I think I, I think what I'm saying that comes for when a thank you isn't enough. Mm-hmm. So when I think you is enough, then what what like what it, the what are you doing? For? What, 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 are what, you taking anything like, off like, of their plate? Like, like what, like what, what, what type of appreciation are you like that's expecting? Yeah, that's <laughs> I, yeah, that's our that's our man, and we gonna stick beside him. Oh, 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 oh boy, yo, that's yeah. my man. Yeah. I'm gonna stick beside no, him. No, well, well, yeah, I, I, no, yo, that's tough, no, yo. No, so I, I brought up washing clothes as a specific. Like, yeah. I brought up washing clothes specifically, right? So when you think of washing clothes, like okay, all right, well, putting in washer, putting in dryer, full like. Like the, the the amount of action that goes in it is like is extensive uh, like down the line. For me, when I think about me washing clothes, I don't do as much. But then, like for me, I'm a sock guy. I've never lost a sock. Never. Well, no. no. So Come if somebody loses his sock, it's a big deal. Yeah, so if so, you lose my I sock. Know, how have you I, never I, lost a sock? <laughs> I, I put I put them he, in my pants. When he puts them in, he yeah, I, I pair them. I, I pair them up. Sure that they're yeah, together. I make, I make sure they're they paired, go yeah. through the process. He so, makes sure they're always. So paired. if I'm trusting you to wash my clothes for me. Then they like, better. Hey, the gnome I, I, never I, I, got you, yo. Hold on, let's. Huh? The gnome never yo. got no, you. No, no, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. See, Ma, yeah. he derailed us real quick. Yeah, he did. Run before we go on. He did. I, 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 I can show you all no, the socks I paid. Ma, are you? You telling me? Are you not able to be pleased? I'm very, I'm very able to be pleased. My thing, my thing is, I brought up. I said, I said the clothes, washing clothes specifically, 
Be- because of like the sock thing, like yo, no, like yo, me, I make sure, but like I'm not gonna expect you to do that. I'm not, I'm not expecting you like oh, let me sure, let me make sure all these socks are paired up before I put them in the washing machine. Let me make sure. Before, I did not, yo. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so our boy didn't lose a sock. One of them joints gets stuck in the lint trap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, but I wanted to, let me, I said, go back to Ron. Yeah. So with with gratefulness, another thing is, um, you had someone there about black men. Yeah. We don't show gratitude. I'm going to say that's false. Okay. Agree. So how do you show gratitude? Okay. How do I show gratitude? Um, I, my wife has called me out on it. Let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. and then Sherelle can't call my wife. <laughs> um, Sherelle's called me out on it to where as though she said, like, you know, you don't, you know, say words of affirmation, affirmation. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ron. And so, cause sometimes I'm like, that's but you whole, don't, you, you don't, duh. Like you don't think I, I think you're beautiful. You don't think that. We need she to said, hear but it. You didn't say it. So it's like, now I'm trying to be more intentional. Be like, you know. Ass fat, you know, you're hey, beautiful, hey, <laughs> shit like that. But so that's, that's, that's the girl. You're like, you like, damn, I gotta tell you this again. But hey, <laughs> no, but, I but, know. You know what, but in your mind, I gotta tell you, you know what, I'm gonna tell you right. that. You know, to me, you know, the little butt slap, you, that's what it was. That's, again, that's well, what I like, you know what I mean? So, yo, yo, see this, yeah. is, yo, oh, y'all, y'all keep saying this, yo. Like this, this is this the mindset of dudes. We are action oriented. Like we're physical touch, action oriented. Okay, right. So gratitude jars and like this stuff is words of affirmation. You can do 50 different actions until you vocalize mm. it. It didn't happen. Tell them Trey that's secrets. Crazy. Like, that's just the reality of communication, that's you know? Crazy. I know. And uh, you're right. And no, he is right. We're going to tell you you're right. Yeah. Hey, yo. We still <laughs> argue <laughs> your point. You're right because me, I think me, a lot. Me personally knowing Ron hurts me to say Ron is right. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. You're definitely right. But I think as a man, you just like, but what? look at all this I've done. Look at yeah. my resume. Yeah. Look at this catalog. Look at this house. Look at this. Look at this shoe. Look at I'm going to say, you, it, it could be 100 rights. Oh, it could be 99 rights. One Ooh, wrong. I ain't going to get that. But th- I yeah. think this goes back to what we said last week. If your yeah. audience doesn't take it in in the way that Made you put you it out, to. then yeah. clearly you are not being effective in your messaging. And Whether mm. your messaging is in action or words or and whatever. And that's on you. True. That's right. on you. So you have to work with yeah. one another to ensure that it's effective mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. audience. And so even if you're like, oh, I thought smacking the butt, that's not how she take it in. Yeah, that's so, not her language. Yeah, right. You have to change you have your to language change to what. If you she, care for them to understand, then you would try to adjust your language for them to take it in. Yeah, go wrong. You, you have to make sure. Up. Yeah, you have to make sure the message is received go. by them. So my question for this one is, as black men, do we not show gratitude to people beyond our close loved ones? Like, have we ever sat back and said, I'm grateful for that? asshole that screwed me over three years ago i'm grateful for this person that broke my heart i'm grateful for this teacher that told me i wasn't gonna do nothing do we actually consciously think i don't think the people that put you okay (laughs) (laughs) i think so it's more so like i guess grateful and appreciation is more so like parallel in that sense Mm -hmm. it's like you know what you'd be like you know what i'm happy that happened because if that didn't happen i wouldn't be at this point in this point in life this point right now in my Mm -hmm. life so like but like are you grateful for being like screwed over hell no but but for that push or that extra drive it gave you for, from that actual event in your life, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, you know what? I appreciated that. I so think what Ron says the is negative. important. Yeah, I think it's important because I always say I don't believe in like that your haters can be your motivators. I think a lot of times we take it and make it like, oh, my haters yeah. motivate me. Whereas Ron's saying like, don't use it as like the negative. Just say like, I'm grateful for that experience. That experience mm-hmm. taught me. That experience taught me A, B, and C, mm-hmm. and I'm going to move forward accordingly with no malice or gr- nothing in my heart. 
And my that's heart the conscience is clear. That's, and that's that's, that's hard. You, that's, that's hard. The key. It that's is hard. hard. It is hard because with our family members, we'll let that malice go. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Right? Like what they get a lot of passes we'll, that I wouldn't they get. People. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But to other folks, nah, that's a charge. Like you dead to me. But you end up carrying more of that anger, more of that pain. Oh yeah. Within yourself. Mm. Right. Black so, men carry a lot of pain around. And, yeah, I think uh, most men that have been hurt by women that they date or anything like that, or their a mothers, lot of them at or their, first, their moms, or yeah, at first they kind of turn to be exactly what happened to them mm-hmm. before they turn to be a better example of what they could be, so that mm-hmm. they are not inflicting that pain on others. Yeah, I got nothing to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting too close. <laughs> but no, too close. I don't. I don't vocal. I don't. Te- I don't necessarily vocalize it mm-hmm. like my haters or my motivation. But when you when you think about a certain situations, I don't really have an example. But okay. when you think of like certain certain bad shit that has happened to you, mm-hmm. and when you of course when you going through it, that shit's like this fucked up. Yeah. But then yeah. in hindsight, mm-hmm. you looking like, yeah, I, if that didn't happen. I would not be where you are. Will I be here? I wouldn't. I I, I always say I wouldn't have been here. I don't know if that's the case or not, but I always say I wouldn't. So that's how I know. I I am grateful for those. I just don't necessarily say it in the moment. And that's the thing. It's like gratitude comes from storms, yo. Like it does. Being grateful comes from you have to go through some type of storm. Like it's just a fact. Like my biggest storm was probably what 2018 was when I called you when that job went down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that one was all three pillars of my life went left: relationship, work. And I lost my faith. Hmm. Right? So when that triangle went to crap, that's the worst storm of my life. It took me calling Maul, calling Law, and I think my pops to keep something from going a little bit out of whack. Hmm. I didn't appreciate that moment of having Maul and Outlaw in my life. Mel. Mel. I say Mel. Mel. Sorry, reflex. Mel. I was gonna let him go. I was still. I was gonna let him go. I didn't. Yeah, you woke me up. I was like, you left. Cut him off for that. Yo, it's funny. But it's the best part. In my mind, I'm like, I called Mel. I was trying to do the moment, so I was trying not to. Mel would have been like, no, shut up. I talked to Mel. I talked to Mel after. He's like, you think I'm all a little bit too much time. You're right. My bad. I was like, the rock. He like nah, bro. I do. I do. He meant yeah. yeah. I ain't want fucker to go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yo. So and before, and before niggas call me, yo, fuck yo. I did. I'm helpful. I'm a good friend. <laughs> I'm a great friend. What you mean? <laughs> nah, but real talk, it wasn't. I didn't appreciate in a lot of ways what like we talk about Alpha. What I got from Alpha until that storm hit. Oh yeah, I understand that. Right. So it's like you. Vulnerable can, moments, man. That's tough. It's just a reality, though. It's yeah. like. You can stay sucked into that depression, to that dark side, mm-hmm. or you can choose to interact with people that are that are going to help you get through it. But now you, I might say that probably brought you to another level of gratitude because you're like, damn, I didn't know these people would be able to support me in this moment. Legitimate, yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. Because our our history is different, to say the least. Okay, yep. y'all too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah our history is, our Mel, 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 wrong. But it's funny no. because. <laughs> I would say Wait, specifically see, as a see, black, I'm not problematic. Yeah, that's debatable. So <laughs> the funny thing is, not funny. I hate to say funny thing. I hate that because nothing hilarious. What's ironic. <laughs> um, <laughs> black men, <laughs> we. That was a nice little dad joke. It was. That was, that was a good. One. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, we we when we get to those moments, that's when we feel like we're the most alone. When we at mm-hmm. our lowest. We forget a community. We forget people that are close to us. And a lot of times we always 
go try to go through so much alone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's scary because I know so many men, specifically black men in my life, that are trying to go. They went through so many things alone, and it's like, yo, I was right here. But what is it? What do you think that barrier is? That is between us that we can't just call somebody and say, yo, I am about to like looking go. vulnerable. That's, exactly. That's, that's, that's the barrier. Looking okay. vulnerable. Exactly. Like you don't want to look, especially if you as looked at as like the strong friend, the strong individual, or the one that's always happy. Right. So, you don't want no one to see you else, and no one else to see you other than that way. Because y'all don't see the strength and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But because that's, we're talking. But that's, we don't want to look like a bitch, and that's it, yeah, that's, that's a bitch. I don't want to look no bitch. Yo, in lamest terms, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Being vulnerable is not. It takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable. Right, we know that now. Yeah, but in general, men don't think that way. It's easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. But that goes into... Like, I'm going to hold this shit right yeah, here. Exactly. And I'm going to get through this shit yeah. myself because I'm a man and I got to do it. Exactly. Until you can't get through Until you right. can't get through it. Or you go off the deep end. Yeah, like with Jimmy. Or you go off the deep end. We know that now. It's easy to kind of say... But do we know it in practice? No. No. Not at all. Okay. No. I'm not Because I'm like, I think we sit here and say it. No. But then something happened and we don't say nothing. I never practice. I keep saying it. I've said this like 10 times on here and I still haven't acted on this, but... We still need that little space. I, I had this one time mm-hmm. in my backyard, and I yeah. keep saying it, and I think it was a great thing. I mean, we can't, thing. can't do it in the snow, though. So I mean, why not? Igloos. <laughs> but that's, that's the type thing we need. Yeah. Because, I, like, when we get into those environments where you just got a cigar and you just smoking, I mean, I mean you smoking something, you smoking a cigar, you know, even if you don't smoke, you drinking mm-hmm. something, and you just around guys, yeah. like-minded guys, and then they start talking, and he's like, like, damn, you going to do that, too? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Man, your wife do that, too? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, because I... I hate that. Or I, or I that's love one this, thing I envy don't. about women. They, they, they so much Yeah, they keep they keep women. <laughs> will keep a community. I don't care if it's the baby and mom group, it's the soccer group. <laughs> they'll find the knitting group. They that's gonna, true. They don't keep a true. community around. So oh, yeah, y'all definitely. have to be more intentional about creating that space on a regular basis. It's hard. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah but that's because that's the thing. Like you always try to get everybody together, and somebody not available, so you move to no. Keep it regular. If you're not available, all right, catch you next month. Like. It, but just know that it's always here. But Maul provides the jokes. Nine times out of ten, if, if, Melvin, if it's something Melvin has going on, I'm usually available. Yeah, we gotta. But, yeah, but, gotta but, be but, like but, every Thursday. So, so at that part, it's not. Me. Yeah, no, nah, but I think it goes back to consistency. Though it's like we're talking about daily gratitude practices, right? Mm-hmm. Daily community practice. It's about having that consistent interaction. That's what makes the change. Women do it. So women, prime example. Sid, you got. You probably got a group chat with for your group friends, right? Like your, your circle group. Oh, yeah. Right? Every day. Every day. Every day somebody's in there. Good morning. Happy hump day. Every day. <laughs> Literally like, every day. We, we have The only day chats. we don't do that don't is on the weekend. Shit don't be sad. Should be quiet as a bitch. I talk in my group chat with my friends every day. See? And that's the difference. It's we a don't. daily practice, yo. It's a daily interaction. It's a daily practice that they push forward. So I think when you're talking about like going through stuff, I think as black men, we hold on to survivor's mentality mm-hmm. too course, much. Like, course. my number one thing is, I ain't no bitch. I done been through this. I'm going to get through it again. Yep. Until you reach a certain breaking point, that mindset takes over. You find I, out you really is a bitch. Nah, you, you just I mean, find you find no, but like in, in you find, theory though. Yeah, oh, but, really? but 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 but, but you find it's okay. 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 It's
Okay, no, you could have just gotten help. I had a little bit too much. I spotted you. I had a little bit too much dip on my chip. Yeah, I had too much dip on my chip, yo. We use we you know to the listeners. We use the term bitch, but when we say that, we're saying it in terms of. Vaun- it's really yeah, vu- vulnerability, vulnerability and weakness. Yeah. Vulnerability and weakness. It, we, uh, we need to be more vulnerable. I think the vulnerability propels us to be better men. And what happens is it, it spawns a better generation of men that are more in touch with their feelings. Not even mm-hmm. feminine, because I think feelings aren't feminine. Agreed. I think just in touch with who they are as men. And, be- and how to emotionally regulate. Yeah, emoting is crazy. Like, how do you emotionally regulate yourself That's in a great. proper of knowing what, what you're knowing what you're going through and what yeah, your triggers are really. is <laughs> critical, man. But I think like the survival mentality thing is something that we take for granted, and it leads to the things that we're talking about as men. Survival mentality is kind of toxic. It oh, is. Yeah. It is. It is. Especially when you taught. don't need to be. Survival mentality. That's it's one thing if you like have that mentality, you actually need to be somebody actually chasing you on a daily, yeah. and you need to <laughs> be like that. Chasing, but. You know, yeah. if you Tyreek or something. But. Can I ask you a question, though? <laughs> this is an honest question. See, you can chime in because we get usually uh, debunk this kind of stuff. Our, our survival mentality, a lot of times our black women counterparts benefit from it so much. I don't think, I think sometimes you get into a way though, if you are a man that's at peace, grateful, laid back, it's looked at, some, it can be looked at, just can be, as like you are less of a man. Mm. Unfortunately, yes. Because mm. you are, you know, tapping into gratitude, gra- tapping into, you know, thankfulness, tapping into, you know, at peace with myself, mm. clear conscience, and just truly trying to keep the hate out your heart. But mm-hmm. I think what happened is people see that as a as weakness. They don't see that as strength. Mm-hmm. Because negative energy loves company, man. Mm. Like, like once you start focusing on changing the small actions in your day, right? that energy is going to start to eliminate other stuff, yo. Like, prime example, there's a, there's a Bible verse that I know we probably remember. It says, be mindful who you take counsel from. Yeah. Mm. Right? Mm. Be mindful who you take counsel from. Be careful who you listen to. If you spewing negativity, what you going to get back? Negativity. If you wake up mad at somebody, what you going to get back? You're going to be mad all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's these small interactions that change the process. I love it. I think that, like, as men, we do every day with black men in America, we are in a natural survivor state that we don't acknowledge. Right. And it's funny because the reason why I said it's, it goes loops back all the way to what I said at the beginning of the part, a lot of times, because we are in a survivor state, we do value, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too, you value what you achieve and what you attain mm-hmm. too much to the point where you realize that, oh, that's just the first level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's two, three, four levels ahead of that. It's like, yeah. when you really get it, you, you ain't thinking like that no more. You thinking like I can lose in the Zara, I make it again. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because you like I, I'm it's me. I'm the I'm the cause. I'm, I'm the, the reason. Cause. I'm the root. But you, I did this. But it's hard to get to that point because you like, nah, my my mom had never had shit. Like, you know, we had to eat pork and beans and hot dogs. Gutter. Yeah. So it's just like, damn. Out, out the mud. But it's just it is a toxic <laughs> mentality. It is. It Ungratefulness is. is toxic. It is. <laughs> it's it toxic is. to be ungrateful. And, and, and it's magnetic. Mm. It attracts more of it, yo. Yeah. Like you get five people who you prime example billionaire boys club. How many billionaires do we know that done committed suicide or killed themselves? That's true. I mean millionaires you know done who done off themselves and haven't have succumbed to a struggle of mental health mm-hmm. that nobody knew. So let me ask you a question. And what you're talking about, I see also an undertone of what you're talking to talk about is self self love. Yeah, that's because what happens is self love. You talk to a black man and say, "Do you have any self love?" That black man be like, "Yeah, I uh, think so. I think." <laughs> but like, I love. Do you, you really love yourself? 
Like outside of what a woman you can provide for a woman, mm-hmm. provide for this world. Like, do you just love yourself? Do you love being around yourself? Your thoughts, your opinions. Do you love just being by yourself? Can you can you look in the mirror and be at peace at the man you see looking back at you? That's All a, things that's removed. A question. Right. Niggas be from Newt. I'm about to say, are we talking about the inner aspect of the physical aspect? Niggas going in. I would say it's part of it. It starts with inner, though. They go hand in hand. I think I'm going to grow extra cup this morning. They go hand in hand. I grandma food, though. They go hand in hand. If you love the inner, it will reflect on the outer. I think it's the opposite for men in the outer. Like, if you look good, you, you'll feel better. That don't necessarily mean that your innards is good. Yeah, I mean, because, because 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 there's nothing that addicted to the gym and have extreme have extreme bias more of an insecurity. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you gotta understand what your what your what your reason is. So, so yeah. talk about insecurities for a second, right? So we all got insecurities. Absolutely. Yeah. We all lie about our insecurities. Yeah. yeah um, I still lie about. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we was getting somewhere. He's like, no, nah, that's me. I, I, don't, I don't believe none of that shit. <laughs> like, Damn it, John, you got me. How do you? How okay. do you? How do you think gratefulness helps you come to peace with your insecurities? The way it's helped come to peace with insecurities is the mindset of self and identity. Okay. Right. An insecurity comes from you view yourself one way and everything else that you're taking it from the world tells you that's true. Insecurity. I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. Everybody at the table probably had a moment where say, I ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Your girl done popped off. Your dad said something you ain't like a football coach. I ain't enough. We carry those things into adult. We carry those things through life. Mm-hmm. Practicing gratitude changes the mindset of I've overcome this, this, and this. These are my small wins. Anything else that comes my way, I can win again. Your self-identity and your ability to overcome is what a practice of gratitude and gratefulness is. And then you connect it to a daily action or your wife or something that you see visually. And then it comes together in kind of the overall picture. But the insecurity comes from, uh, in most cases, I'm going to go to like a therapy point. Anybody who's taking therapy probably agree with me on this. Something happened in your childhood that hurt you and you never let go of it. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I had that conversation with my parents like years and years ago. Less than 10 years. Not that long ago. Um, we know you. We know you exaggerate. Yeah, thank you. My <laughs> wife always tells me I exaggerate. Yeah. Many eons. Um, <laughs> it adds weight oh, to the story. It just yeah, adds yeah, weight it to does, the story. It does. You give it me. Um, but oh, it's... Oh, 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 oh. Pause. Oh, and I'm mad you squeeze. Yeah, you <laughs> want <laughs> no, 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 no. like, That's what I was like. Whoa. <laughs> he said, but nah, it's... And he's right under it. That's like a ball grab. It's like... Come on, say it. Yo, how do you get all of that? John grabbed a whole handful. Me. But who, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> childhood trauma. Yo, childhood trauma. What you got to realize is you got to forgive first and foremost. A lot of time with childhood trauma, you got to forgive first yourself and you forgive your parents. And yeah. time, sometimes you, once, I think having a child was one of the best things that helps you let go of childhood trauma. Because mm. what you realize is like. That shit gets transferred. Yo. It say, gets transferred. Mm. And you realize, yo, they was just trying to make it. They was just trying to get it. Like I was. I'm just like, Dad, I can't even be mad at nobody. Cause like, what would I do? Mm-hmm. What would I do if I have two kids, three kids? So you, so you give them grace now. Oh, you give them less. You're more grateful. You, you give your parents grace. Way more grace. And their mistakes. Yeah. I think you don't get that grace until you get, you got to be, I think late you gotta 20s. Mature. You got to mature. Late 20s is when you start to be a little more grateful. You start to say you're more thank you. You're holding doors. You're like, yo, life is hard out here. Mm. But what happens is I think people, if you don't tap into gratefulness, I think that's when we're going to be lost as a society. Because we're not thankful for each other. You got to respect. And it's respect. I think gratefulness is you respecting somebody's existence. You're respecting their existence. Like you grateful. Mm-hmm. flowers while they're here. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't like them, it's just like, but you're a human being. So I can't. 
You know, I'm not going to, I can't shit on you. You're a human being. <laughs> you're not mine. No, for real. Though. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. You And you've been through some struggle that somebody. Exactly. To me, to. to me, these, I always say to me, <laughs> that is a wild line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a wild line. <laughs> you can't shit on it. You can't, though. I mean, but ethically this is how, morally, yes. I believe in God. So I always say, when we, we, you know, when I have my son and just people I see, they're not my, they not, they're God's children. Like, I'm, I have no power, you know, to chat, be that person. Like, vengeance is God's. Like, so who am I to feel like I'm that much better than? Even mm. though I feel like I'm better than most, I still know I'm. It is contradictory, right? Mm. You see? Yeah. No, keep yeah. going. Keep he going. Say shit like that all the time. Man, I know. All right. All right. Yeah. This yeah. like shit. But no. <laughs> to me, I think I'm the best. When I say I'm better than, I think I'm the best. I never will think myself any lower than. That Another does not person, mean I yeah. hurt anybody. I but I, I don't think myself lower than. But the thing yeah. is, I'm. It's not my job to put my judgment on other people. You can feel as good and as confident as you want, but that does not mean you transfer to other people. Thing is too confident? No. no. What? I disagree. What's too confident? Be, because, there, be, because, no, What's because those are two different things. Those that's, two different things. That is a whole different approach. It's like I'm so, never loaded anybody. That's, nah. So no, you don't no, feel no. So, so here's so here, prime example. My dad gave me that quote when I was, I was 12, coming from Korea. Um, went through some more stuff emotionally. And he told me verbatim, Never put anyone above you, because you start to operate from a space of less than. Right. Hmm. So, right. so, but no, no, let me. So when I when he's saying, I don't put nobody below me, that's not arrogant or cocky to me. That's saying from my mental health, yeah. from my self identity, I'm the shit. I'm not gonna put any other man, in what I want to do with my life, um, any other man, woman, or child above that purpose that I have. You, for you know what's funny? What got me to that that emotion though? It's a Biggie song called Niggas Bleed. And that's crazy okay. though. They bleed like us. They bleed like us. <laughs> and I was just listening to the words. I was young. I was like 15. And I'm just like, that's wild. But you know what? That's true. And it gives me, it gave me the confidence to be like, why, like, why do you feel you should never feel like you're not on the same level as anybody? See, it's but weird. You so that's con- that's I don't know, confidence. I don't know how to say this, that's confidence. So that's not feel that way. But in reality. There are certain aspects where you can improve on as other people. Are that's never. That's people. that's not attached. And to that's that. why. No, that, that's how. That's when I hear it. That's what I feel. No, no. I, I I don't. I'm not better than. When I say I don't look at myself as worse or anything, I feel as though I'm worthy. It's, it's a part of my okay, worthiness. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm not going to walk up to somebody else and be like, "You ain't shit." I'm, yeah, yeah, nah. Right. I, I am I, who I am. I guess I was. You, I was. I was thinking I, of it it's funny. You always have contradictions, but you feel exactly the same way. You're not. No, gonna, I do. When you, you break it down, like yeah. Because, but the same different. token, is you still humble enough to know. All right. Even in competitive sports, like like pickup game, like pickup games. What about them? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> like, like, you're you're not gonna talk your shit. You know I don't talk shit. Hey, whether you bad or good. You know I talk shit and what stuff I'm good at. Yeah, keep that same energy. Oh no, no, I, I know what I'm not. Sports. But I'm smart enough to know that that's not my bag. Right. I'm not stupid. I'm glad you do know that. Oh no, I'm, <laughs> I'm very aware. Yo, I think self awareness is important. Yeah, you you gotta know when. I think, know, that's, I think that's the part where I was kind of just no one to hold him. No one like, to hold him. It sounded like when when you were talking, it just didn't sound like you. It's like in re, in in real life. Yes, some people know. More stuff than you do. Always. You're not Always. below them, but you can learn from them. You're stupid if you don't learn from other people. Right. If you sit there and think you all know, and you're literally going to be on the island, and you're never going to evolve or grow. Mm-hmm. My growth has come from people watching other people, interacting with other, interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. This podcast has helped me grow. 
It's helped me grow my social skills in terms of, uh, oh, I guess I got to be more compromised. It's like it's certain things, but that's, but not us because you know we we not as uh, active. Well, I don't know how compromising. <laughs> I don't know what you've grown from, but me personally, I know for a fact is I'm not as compromising as, as when we started this podcast in 2018. I was not, I was not very compromising. I have to be more compromising because when you're in a group project, you have to realize like all right, what you think is not always Sid says something so powerful. I always point back to this. Mm-hmm. She says something like literally, your effort is not the effort of everybody else. And just because they don't give the same effort does not mean they're any less than. Mm. And yeah, I was just one hundred percent is different from you. Exactly. She, you know when you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And so I was just like, she said all the time. No, she be having bars. She got bars. That's why she here. Um, <laughs> but it's just true. She's like, a whole ghostwriter. <laughs> and at Ghost some point, you gotta well, you, you make know. decisions in life. I always said, you know, my my dad's always told me life is about decisions and choices. Mm-hmm. So you make a choice to be somewhere. You make a choice to not be somewhere. But the same token, it's your choice of decision. So don't be sitting there acting like it, it's a problem or something. But you made a choice consciously mm-hmm. to be where you are. You had a power over yourself and your, your person. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you can't be mad at nobody else but yourself for the decisions or situations you put yourself into. Mm. So Accountability. All righty. So <laughs> next one. <laughs> moving, ahead, on. Let's finish moving on. on. Moving, moving on. on. Closing it out. Scoochie, yeah. Scoochie. So um, the next one I wanted to go through was like a general just high-level gratitude practice everybody can do right now, right? So if I ask you the question, have you ever had a near-death experience, what would your answer be? Yeah. Yeah, they threw me in the pool when I was little. All right, almost, Melvin and uh, uh, all right almost drowning. Dang, why you got so good in there? Yeah, y'all did that shit. That <laughs> was in J- New Jersey or something. Uh, like, y'all did some <laughs> wild shit. But go ahead. No, I was just car, a car accident. Bro, you haven't been in enough dirt. I know you got one, yo. You said what? You haven't been in enough dirt, Jamal. I know you got what one. What you mean? Bro. Why has it be dirt, though? It's not dirt. <laughs> Jamal. <laughs> Rose grows out of dirt, yo. I agree. With some I agree. <laughs> with, 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 with some good soil and some right. hydration. I don't know, man. I mean, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have. I just probably didn't consider it as a near-death experience. Okay. But, I mean, but it's a lot of experiences that I had in my life that I actually, like, learned from. Okay. I know I've had mine. Birth. Car accidents, almost drowning six times. I've had more than enough. Six? Yeah, six. You, yeah, but so he said that earlier. You drowned? Almost I drowned. almost drowned six times. Do you know yeah. how to swim now? I do now. Yes. I you do should get back in there. I was about to tell you that. No, no, no. no, no yeah, that, 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 that was, that's how it was part of the conversation. He's like, yeah, something, something, something. We talked about the Iron Man. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to. I'm training for that right now. And I was like, he was like, yo. And I was like, I was like, you know how to swim. He's like, almost drowned six times. Like, he got overcome it. So you said, fuck the pool. going to hop in the lake? Yeah, I exactly. Yo. You gotta push through. Now, I, I, I must say, I can't really speak to like a near near death experience. I think I've died once or twice in terms of like the closest I got to. <laughs> when I say that, <laughs> hear me out. Y'all, y'all wild. Y'all like, I was about to say, this getting t- real. Yeah, but listen, say, listen, listen. Answer the question. Yeah, this is what it is. <laughs> I, I suffer from sleep paralysis. Okay. So, in sleep paralysis, literally, you sleep and you're trying to wake mm-hmm. up. And you can't yeah, wake up. Ooh. Yeah, you're I mean, locked that, in. It do be yeah, so you're locked. I, I was like, yo, that's near death. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I think just it's like near a demon. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel when I'm in it. Yeah, so like I pray to God. It's, I don't have it that. feels so, so bad. So, <laughs> yo, sleep paralysis, yo. I've gone through it like three times. It's yo, so sleep hard. paralysis is demoralizing, yo. Cause you literally are asleep and you and hear you can't everything. Because you're powerless. And you're just like yeah. and you're not moving at all. You're and you trying to scream. I probably never experienced that. I have. I have. I know. I don't know how I will actually recover or thinking about myself after that. Oh, it, it was like my life. I, I still suffer from that. It just depends on the night. I be feeling like I'm about to be in insidious. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That I, I saw the first one, can't see no more. Because I feel go. every time I'm in sleep paralysis, I'm like, they about to get me. Yeah. About somebody about to take my shell. Damn, that's some. 
Um, yes, I have had a near death experience. Okay, so if you everybody went around, we got yeah, y'all had a gunpoint in y'all head, Joe. So you had well, a, you, had I, no, you never mentioned that. that. <laughs> you never mentioned the most near-death experience you had. <laughs> I mean, the accident was actually a little more scary. Oh, it was more scary than the gun? It was more instant. Oh, okay. I got you. You didn't know what was happening. Yeah, you yeah. saw the gun. I could see. <laughs> I seen the shit developing when oh, the gun I, was on. I see. I see. The gun was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the T-bone was like, got hit. Like, damn, oh, shit. Am I okay? Oh, okay. After the fact. After the fact. Okay, so based upon all the experiences we've had, do you feel like looking back on it, you're living your life with like a little of a state of gratitude or gratefulness that you've survived it? No. Okay. No, that's, I, fine. I, that's perfectly fine. That's I don't true. think I've changed because that's my sleep so melodramatic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that, but I actually <laughs> might agree with John. I don't think I've ever like thought back on thought it. back on it and said like I don't drive different because of it. I don't Probably know. chocolate was a facet of life. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's it's what like, I did. It's like it's like part of like the uh, what is it like like the work hazards of life, you know? It's like it's it's, it's part it's bound to happen. Okay, so yeah, just it's common to happen. Yeah, yeah. Mine sent me to therapy. I'm still in therapy, so okay. Oh. <laughs> definitely, definitely understand. <laughs> yeah, I get there one day. Yo, what's so, the, what's stopping you, bro? Nothing. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, we've we've had this conversation. So, being vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jamal being, I mean Melvin being vulnerable. <laughs> I mean, it's both of them. It, it is. It <laughs> does. It does go hand in hand. Now. It does go that hand in hand. Wild. <laughs> Bro, it goes hand in hand. I know. Both of y'all no, need to be no. It does but go hand in hand. That's how you said Jamal versus Melvin. That's how you know it. Let me tell you, Jamal, you do. The thing about Jamal is, for the listeners out there, we're gonna put this as a clip. Oh wow. Maul, I always say Maul has raging pit bulls around his heart. So what <laughs> happened bulls? is pit bulls he are pretty friendly, yeah. It depends on how you train. Depending on how yeah, you who bring who them up. Them. Rottweilers. Say Rottweilers, yeah. Yeah, you have so Rottweilers. Same thing with Rottweilers. Rottweilers are actually one of the most. He's, so he's he, just gonna he, keep yeah, doing this for anything. You, 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 you can say a, br- a fire breathing dragon. He's, such he's still a, gonna say that. Right. He can say, <laughs> you can say Hitler's army. He's like, nah, they cool. They don't give a fuck. I can't say Hitler's army. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have blue eyes and blonde hair. It <laughs> you. it's a rebuttal every time. So just keep going. The Yo, it's is. amazing how good he is. Good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's nice though. But the, the thing is, I think because I actually think he's the one that's like I think this stuff. What you're talking about, I think it affects him more than any of us. You think so? Gratefulness. I, I think he needs more I gratefulness. Been. I think Maul. He doesn't like to be. He's been. He doesn't want to be hurt. He protects his heart. He protects his being, and he doesn't want people to penetrate too deep. So I want to talk about. Hold on. Did you say that? And then he jumps into it. Come, 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 come up with an, uh, uh, a, a synonym. So <laughs> and, 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 and the way Jamal circumvents it is with comedy. Yeah, you go. Yeah. I, I love it. Everybody knows that. It's, 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 a, it's a known common denominator. Yeah, yeah. yeah comedy is. But people, I was always told people that joke the most have the most pain. I'm scared of them. They have the most pain. They have the most pain. So I know that's why it's just like at some point, I'm. And this is just on some real shit. It's just like, yo, I hope he's okay. And then that and that's love. That's love for him. Because somebody has that most that is that funny? Yo, they living with some dark Hold on, shit. That funny? No, you're so, hilarious. No, really. you're hilarious. So, so you know you're hilarious. Is, the deeper or darker. Have you looked there, at there's nah, some, There's some level bullying. there. Some of you in particular. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, but, but if you want to look at comedians. I mean, and a lot look of comedians life. have committed Comedi- Comedians have some dark lives, yo. Martin Lawrence, he dealt with some demons. Oh, yeah, he did. Kevin Hart, yo, he was wild in that hotel in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, so 
That is so that long, Last week, yeah. I know. Yo, it was. So, yo, it was Richard Pryor. Lots of Richard Pryor. Lots These of guys is, yeah. yo, they dealing with some oh, shit. Bob yeah. said, yo. Even like Bob Sack, have you listened to his humor and then watch yeah. him on Full House? You like, yo, he had to be. So you just hope that they grow through. Yo, I hope. I I've hope that they okay. Bob Sack in stand up. I mean, it's hilarious. It's I'm sure it's, it's, it's a, a special gonna it's, come it's out. Let's finish yeah, this. Let's finish. So, I want, I want so yeah. So, so you know, trying to make it the off mall section. <laughs> no, we aren't trying to off mall because he's so invested in your growth. I see. But I think it's. I think it's. I think it's black men specifically. It's is it's stupid. And it's childish and immature of me. If you whoop somebody all the time, if you not, mm-hmm. if yeah. you don't care yeah. about their well being, mm-hmm. you can't care about somebody's well being that's further away from you. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. You, you post the people that's closest to you want the best for them. Right. So what, whatever that means. So you you don't want to in any capacity. Yeah, you safe you safeguard the people you care about. That's and I think true. a lot of times as black men, we like it's not cool to protect the people, even if they're men. You gotta you gotta look out like it's even if you don't say it directly like I'm gonna say Molly you need to see somebody but I might say <laughs> I, but I might say but I'm gonna laugh with him but it's like yo you you good like you think about it because it's like I wouldn't want nobody to suffer in silence because nah, people suffer in silence all the time I think about like I thought about Regina King and her son got killed his mom's a millionaire mm-hmm. yeah everything mm-hmm. possible he didn't get like, killed I'm sorry I'm suicide. sorry tequila yeah. um. <laughs> He committed suicide. That's a wild saga. That is wild. <laughs> that, that, that is. Yeah. But um, I but I think that. about that. It's like, yo, what what could he have been fighting that caused him that? Or even Miss America. Yeah. To transition. Yeah. 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 He, he jumped, jumped off of the floor. Yeah. That's deep yeah. to jump yeah. off a building. Yeah. Yeah. And you talking about gratitude, yo. Exactly, and it, it's the thing, like, because we've talked about you know material things. We've talked about people having their issues and their stuff, but the reality is, and this is just unpopular opinion. Everybody needs to go to therapy at some point in their life. Agreed. I know you've said that. I know people are iffy with it. Everybody has. It. He just I, hasn't I, taken I the know. action. I know we've we've talked about it. Everybody needs to go to. Everybody needs to go to therapy at some point. But the reality is, everybody can't afford therapy. Every, everybody can't get facts. to a therapist. Facts. Right? Like I was facts. literally paying out of pocket for therapy for the last year. I, I still am. And my <laughs> new job is coming. I was like, oh, thank God, I can stop oh, paying. It's forty fifty dollars a session. Mine is 125, hey. but I'm like, money back. Did she give you a session? Yeah, See my own face when you said that? <laughs> but I'm paying $30 for my physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I found out it was covered. <laughs> like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Bro, but you it was good. like, I knew you drank $20 dollars in less than an hour. Yeah, I'm about to say, we literally drank that bottle. That shit was gone. It definitely disappeared. But that's the hard part about access is so many people need therapy and don't have the access to it or don't know the resources to get it. Because some, a lot of therapists do offer pro bono services to yeah, a exactly. limited number of people. So you just have to reach out to them and ask. And a lot of people aren't willing to take those actions, which I get it. Every time but I see those programs, it ends up saying um, they for the lower income people. Yeah, so, so, it's gonna yeah. Be, so that's the thing, though. It's like if you find some situation where you can't afford therapy or you can't do it, some of these other things like gratitude practices, they can improve your mental health. They can make you happier. They can get you in a better mindset. There are going to be extreme things such as, you know, um, say bipolar tendencies or things that are more need to be diagnosed based. Mm-hmm. Those things are you do need to get clinician help. Right. But you can do daily actions to rewire and reformat your brain. So right? let's I, I was about to say, I don't know where we are on the outline, but I think to end the episode, we should all go around and say something we're grateful for. Yeah. So you going to start? Oh, I didn't know. I was yeah, yeah, you, you it was your idea. You opened it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. We're going oh, inward oh. run. Yeah, we're going, oh, he can close episode what am I grateful himself. for? I yeah. think I'm grateful for um, just my mental health, like my mental being. 
Because I, I, I know a lot of people struggle with, like, just, like, literally real clinically gone crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and bounce back. And bounce back. And, like, they, they battle with mental instability. I'm glad that my mental has remained, you know, for the most part stable. Considering, you know, your life and things you go through. So, that's mine. Okay. That's it. Um, I'm grateful for growth. And the growth that I have had that my therapist trying to get rid of me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful that I have been able to grow to this point. Mm, that's a strong one. Mom. Oh, it's gonna be big body. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful for general life, yo. Like, um, just grateful, like taking everything day by day. Grateful for my daughter, family, like friends, like yo, like I'm just grateful for everything, yo. I'm grateful for just a uh, general support system. Like I have different things. I know we joke about me not being in therapy yet but just podcast alone just being able to talk to family my friends calling all calling john and ron calling uh, being able to call somebody whenever i need something i think i'm, I'm real grateful for that circle okay that's important okay i am grateful for <laughs> i'm grateful for the blessings of yesterday the opportunities of today okay. and i'm grateful for the fact that every day i get to wake up and breathe bars like legitimately taking air because somebody woke up or didn't wake up today and they can't do it. Right. So that, that's what I'm grateful for consistently. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What's up? It's not serious. Do you got a rap book? (laughs) No, I do not. No. So you, you got to share something very in in common, very much in common. You guys cannot spell. Mel beat me to it. I was about to say, you got Grammarly, yo? Yeah, I do. Grammarly, you already know, John. At work, I'm like, you already know. Grammarly on. Technology is your friend. If you are not strong, find it. Use Grammarly, yo. Look at this misspelling niggas. Yo, Grammarly said, this sentence context is not. Grammarly will even tell you, like, you. Your tone is not friendly. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and give you a report, and it'd be like, "Yo, that's your bag. Like, don't do that. Like, get a different word. Like, yeah. you can't keep saying uh, precisely, precisely. Yeah, and so they like, give you suggestions. Like, you. Yep. Yeah, make yourself sound smarter. Technology <laughs> is your friend. Yeah, you don't got you don't got no high spell. Man, don't even define you. You know, I used to kill my spelling test. That's the crazy part. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. So well, what happened? Nobody believes that. Hey, tell me, y'all, uh, y'all, y'all start playing that game, uh, Wordle. No. I'm about to get into Wordle. Somebody said I need to get into Wordle. It. It's a every day you have to guess a five letter word. You get five chances. I'm gonna say I need. I need a, they I, also I, have Ludle, which is lewd words, but it's the same. Which lewd words? Like cuss words, freaky words. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Every like, time you we know, talk, like, she be like, 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 like I don't play those. I don't play those. I don't like to do that. You don't like Scrabble? That's cool. Okay. I, not your bag, not your your, your <laughs> so I will tell you working with older adults. Oh, they love Scrabble. They love Scrabble. Yeah. They love yeah. bingo. Oh, they yeah. and they love Pinochle. Um, mm-hmm. and is another game. It's another weird game with cards that they play. Bridge. 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 Bridge oh. They love that shit. But what <laughs> I realized is they read newspapers still. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, our brain, you know how people say we're gonna live for a long time? We don't got the same brain as them. Nah. No. I mean, you, but I wake up and read a couple articles. Fresh. I feel like I do. I have a morning <laughs> article I read. Every day I try to get up and read, and I try not to jump on social media. It is hard. But at the same token, is, I think that's a practice everybody should try to do. Try to just not get on social media for the first hour or two. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> well, also, 
because I wake good, up though. and I'm playing I, in social media, playing for people's sake, and I can't really do that because I don't want to get paid. So. I know the feeling. <laughs> I know the feeling. I, I, I know the feeling. <laughs> I just found out how to make reels really good. <laughs> it took a minute. Good job. Um, but um, but Ron, um, how can people find you? You didn't say that. Um, yeah. So you can find you can find me at Ronnie Heron eighty eight on Instagram, and you can follow Grounded and Gratitude at Grounded Gratitude Co. Um, as stated before, we will be doing a giveaway of three to four, um, specific unsolicited gratitude gratitude jars. Um, every day on our uh, Instagram page, we post a gratitude quote of the day. Something that you meditate or reflect on. You can go ahead and check them out. We got three four months going back every mm-hmm. single day. Um, not every month though. Do a little more than that every day. Something like that. So help me out. We do some level of communication on social media, yeah. Yeah. So like wh- wh- whether, it's a grati- whether it's a gratitude journal or a text message, something just to stay into the realm of what you guys doing? Oh, I already took care. Oh, shit. Let's I was about to say, this episode going to come out before this episode, and I don't exactly. want to go into surprise. Oh, okay. What y'all doing? Y'all, y'all, y'all got plans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Yo, wow. He said, yeah. You know what's funny? This year for Valentine's Day, my wife planned Everything. two books um, as to go out. Y'all doing it oh, on Valentine's Day or the weekend before? We're doing it on the weekend before. We're going to drop the kid off on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm playing. We're not going to have nothing. Well, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. We're going out of town, so we'll be there back in this class on Valentine's Coconuts? Day. So well, y'all be out of town. Y'all can celebrate oh, out of town. Have y'all ever been to Poconos? Lofty schemes. Denver, huh? Have y'all ever been to Poconos? Don't go. I'm going <laughs> in like you don't. It look like it's the for sa- a bachelor. It's like you walk back to the seventies. Yeah, I'm about to say. I heard they got them like old beds. The champagne stuff, like, glasses. The mm. nasty red That's carpet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but Ron, we appreciate having you. Absolutely, um, thank definitely got to get you to come back. Um, I think one one thing I uh, I desire that we do. I don't know if we can do this year, whenever, and we do a live event or live podcast specifically podcast. We bring back a lot of the people that we all our guests and have y'all come out and come in and y'all just spit raw. Because I think a lot of times with the guests on the pod, I think seeing people live, I think it really adds a different effect. Yeah, I, I So I think that. that would be dope, especially gratitude. And uh, also, I'm not, not paying no one well, but I, I, our, view, our listenership and our viewership, we do have a lot of women listening. Absolutely. And I know that's their bag. And as men, we need to get more into that bag. We need to stop saying certain certain things to women, certain things to men. So I want to be more graceful. So it's not going to hurt to be graceful. Where are the women demographics analytics at? But that's another episode of Unsolicited Reviews. We appreciate y'all for listening. Yes. Thank you. We, we out. out. Peace. Peace. Yep.